Welcome to the Doing Good Business Podcast, designed to bring out the best in you and your organization. I'm Laura Heacock, a leadership coach on a mission to create a culture where business is the true balance of head and heart. I work with leaders and companies on how to leverage my brand of kindness to gain powerful results. And I'm Kelly Stewart of The Positive Business, helping you shift conversations to identify what works and find ways to build on that success with people, planet, and profit in mind. The Doing Good Business Podcast is the place to learn about transformational leadership qualities and purpose-driven business practices that are essential to success in today's modern market. You can make the world a better place through business, and the business case for that starts now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Doing Good Business. As always, Kelly and I are really excited to have our guest with you today. Um, I'll let Kelly explain a little bit later why this t- uh, this episode's guest is absolutely appropriate for the month of April. But first, <laughs> let's ask her to introduce herself. So we are welcoming today Nicole Sadow, and Nicole is the founder of a company called Altruize. Although some people say Altruize, and Nicole, yeah. I'd love it if you could introduce yourself and share a little bit about your your company. Well, thank you so much for having me, Laura and Kelly. I really appreciate it. Um, yes, I'm Nicole Sadow. I'm the founder of Altruize. So when I first came up with the company name, it kind of came to me. I cried up to the heavens and said, I just want people to exercise their altruism. So I went, ooh, Altruize. That's where my mind went with that. Um, I've discovered that some people, when they first see it, pronounce it as Altruize because they say, well, we just assumed it meant that you were trying to make have altruism you know, made easy kind of thing. I'm like, hey, that works too. (laughs) (laughs) So listeners, however you want to say it, there's a good explanation for the name. (laughs) I am totally cool with it. (laughs) Love it. So So, Nicole, I'm going to dive in. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you first. Yeah. I I was just going to say, I, you know, in the Midwest um, family, we've got three kids, all teenage years and preteen. And I used to be a chiropractor and now I'm a, a tech founder. So go figure. That is super cool that you used to be a chiropractor. Like talk about career changing. That is, see, to me, I find that inspirational because I think so many people get stuck. So thank you for sharing that little tidbit. Yeah. You know what? It's one of my favorite things to talk to when I go to a career fair for high school students, Mm -hmm. because I actually graduated with my degree in bacteriology from UW-Madison Wow. and did oncology research. Um, became a published co-author, but the rats weren't keeping up their end of the conversation. So (laughs) I decided I better find a different career path. Um, So as much as I love science and loved all that stuff, it was like, okay, that's wasn't quite the degree for me or it was, it just wasn't the career for me, Mm -hmm. I should say. Um, So yeah, became a chiropractor because I had a good experience with that growing up and that's where I met my husband and we started our practice and then I felt kind of a, a higher calling. We'll just go right into that. Why? Perfect. Um, <laughs> higher <laughs> calling uh, to do something a little bit different, <laughs> a little bit different. Just a little bit different um, than chiropractic really, work. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when we moved to um, where we live right now, we didn't know anybody. Like this is not a, a hometown for either one of us. And um, so we jumped in right away and volunteered with everything. You know, we wanted to get to know our community, get to know people, right? And that really led to to me discovering this kind of discrepancy of volunteer data um, and the need for volunteer data to be accurate in our society. Mm. And so that's kind of how Ultraize really started to take life. 
and I didn't realize it at the time. I like to say God obviously doesn't read resumes, <laughs> um, but he writes them. Like this was his way of saying, okay, here's, I'm, I'm exposing you to this fact. And then there was the college admission scandal that happened mm-hmm. and realizing that over 60% of college admissions officials actually use volunteer data as a tiebreaker, but it's not standardized or validated. So again, now is where I go back to my resume and say, I did oncology research. I did cancer research. Data. I love data. Mm-hmm. And I realized here's this major data point that literally is making decisions and for, for lifetimes. And it's mush. Like mm-hmm. There's, there's right. nothing behind it. Um, so then you take our court system with court-ordered community service. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another area. Um, and then businesses. It's one of the top 10 things for employee benefits now is giving paid time mm-hmm. off to go volunteer. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's awesome. It is. So, and needed. So it is absolutely needed, Nicole, in, in all of those places. And for any listeners who haven't yet figured it out, Alterize is an app that standardizes our ability to collect volunteer hours. Nicole, am I summarizing that accurately? Yep. And more importantly, just being able to report them out accurately too. So it's the combination, being able to collect and report your volunteer data in an accurate, um, verified way, if you need it verified even. Nice. Nice. Who have you found is using the app? Um, So schools that are requiring it for graduation purposes. Um, They've been our first customers. Um, And then college-bound students, of course. So again, and actually breaking news as of two weeks ago, the California University um, state system has permanently gotten rid of the requirement of ACT, SAT scores. Wow. So again, yeah. And that's going to be on trend for other universities. So the personal story, that's mm-hmm. what's going to make the difference. Um, and then we're getting into more talks and conversations with cities that there's a kind of a newer term coming out called smart cities, where cities start to use, you know, technology to, to have data to make smart decisions mm-hmm. on what they're going to be Um, using their funds for and um, helping reduce recidivism would be a great way, you know, to, to earmark funds. So using volunteering to help develop skills and, you know, especially the soft skills, but it may be even interests and passions in other areas. So court order community service could have a, a totally different meaning. And that's what we're super excited about. That's awesome. Nicole, this is Kelly. I say that because Laura, we've, we're told that we sound alike, but so this is Kelly coming in <laughs> and um, I, w- I was hoping that you might help define since, you know, I, I focus on the, the business side of things and those were mm-hmm. all great reasons for the community organizations and the schools to be using Altruize and thinking of altruism as a strategic approach to doing business. And since mm-hmm. this is kind of your sandbox, where do you see it working well? Um, you know, we can see a lot of things that are done. They're more market driven, which, you know, in extreme situations leads to greenwashing. Um, and then there are more, I hesitate to use the word genuine, right? But more um, a, a true altruism. It's, it's very core and central to the organization or the business's values. So when do you see that? working really well? I appreciate both versions for different reasons, because I really believe that for us as humans, 
it's just in our nature for us to get better at anything. We have to practice it. Mm -hmm. So if the reason a business happens to be doing community services, at least if the reason was they started just for PR by accident, they're going to end up doing it because it's a part of their company culture. They Mm -hmm. are going to end up having that um, altruistic sense there. That's what they're going to grow. I, I really believe we've got an opportunity to grow our altruism mm-hmm. oh, our altruistic sure. nature. Beyond the, the once a year donning of the company t-shirt and exactly getting something done for publicity's sake. Yes. Agreed. Exactly. So, and it's interesting you bring that up. So um, studies have been shown though, that employees that partake in their own self-motivated volunteering um, become more engaged at work because they're feeding their own soul, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's great to have those those one-off company days where you're trying to build, you know, teamwork and and such. But I think, and I think this is where the shift is happening, and that's why it's one of the top ten employee benefits now is paid time off to go volunteer. Is that realization that you need to let that employee actually feed their soul and their level? Mm-hmm. So, um, in a less prescriptive way. Yes. Yes. You know, I've got a friend who works for a major company. They partner with a with Habitat for Humanity, which is great. The partnership makes sense. But this person has zero interest in anything to do with home improvement, any like mm-hmm. hammering, you know, paint, nothing. That does not feed her soul. Right. So yeah, she'll do it because it's the weekend. They they have to do it as a company. But what feeds her soul is helping out at her kid's school and you know, with her church and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I'm very right. happy that it's been recognized. And, and you know, the other piece, too, would be um, that internal and external kind of customer, right? The And 80% of today's workforce expect the employers to go beyond the paycheck and have a presence in the community. So there's a lot of forces that are that are making that impact as a necessity for businesses to, to really look at it seriously. Yeah, absolutely. So Nicole, with all of these, you know, so we've hit on different areas, you know, we've talked about businesses, obviously the community and things like that. What's your big vision? Like if you could have this company, you know, grow beyond your wildest dreams, what's your big vision for Altruize? You mean my unicorn size mission and purpose dream? So it's <laughs> funny, Nicole, our, our, yes, that, and our mutual, our mutual friend, Don calls it uh, big, hairy, audacious goal. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> whichever, whichever uh, colorful way you'd like to describe it. <laughs> yep. That is it. Exactly. So I've, the big vision for me is truly, as so I go back to us learning to be more altruistic, what if, what if we, you know, all were so as purposeful about doing good in our communities as we were how many steps we're taking in them. So think about it. Fitbit took mm-hmm. us from, hey, I ran two miles to, I have to tell you now exactly how many steps I took for you to be impressed. What if we were that conscientious about the good we were doing in our communities? And at the end of the year, we said, okay, I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to do this more next year. Oh, and I'm going to do an extra 10 hours of volunteering. So the Ultraize app actually has goals, a goal section on it. Um, for that purpose. And you can download the app for free. If all you want to do is just hold yourself accountable, that's what it's there for, to be your accountability partner. So I like to say, you know, we're the Fitbit for altruism. 
You really want <laughs> oh, to. That's, cool. that's yeah, really cute. You, you really want to see yourself kind of making improvements. I mean, you guys know if if you're not measuring it, it it's not happening, right? How do Wait, you are you channeling doing? Kelly Stewart right now? <laughs> <laughs> see? Right, exactly. Well, and I was listening to, you know, the the episode that you guys had on the no mud no locus. Mm-hmm. You know, we we really do. I mean, it's a great way to get unstuck as well when you're helping somebody mm. else and you have that perspective. That is a great way to change your your mindset mm-hmm. and get yourself unstuck. Absolutely. There's um John Kay is a British economist and he's done a lot of work in this area of kind of I'll just call it doing well by doing good. And I know he kind of thinks the same way that you can obtain really positive outcomes in life by mastering a craft or something like that to perfection, mm-hmm. really just putting your all into something. And it's the same as then the positive outcomes of either happiness, fame, wealth, whatever those things are come from that. And I think that's kind of what you're saying here. When we put ourselves into something we really enjoy doing, there's that kind of ripple effect of um, positive emotions that come from that, that build and feed on one another. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. In a a related (laughs) tidbit, we were watching a show recently um, on Studio McGee on HGTV, for those who are familiar with it. And she just happened to tell in this one episode that she started doing design for themselves, was posting pictures on Instagram and that's really what led to this building, she, uh, this whole career that she has two companies and now she's got the TV show. And she said, I just love design. I really enjoyed doing it. And her background was, I think, like in PR or communication. So it had nothing to do with it. She didn't set out. She didn't have a VHAG necessarily in terms of a business plan, but she had a passion and she had a love and she just pursued it and shared it with others. And it just grew from there, which is a, you know, I think sometimes we, we limit ourselves by not asking how good could it get? Laura's heard me say that before. And it's just one of those situations where when you're giving back to the community, doing what's, what's speaking to your heart and soul, as you mentioned, Nicole, we don't know how good it's going to get from there, but the potential for it to get good is there. And I think it's it's great that this is a way to pursue that and really quantify it for those who need it. Yeah, thank you. I, I when you mentioned the 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 quantifying part, again, mm-hmm. it's not meant to be bragging points for people. It's really more for that self-awareness mm-hmm. of measuring. So I do want to because I've had some people push back on that. It's like, well, mm-hmm. no, I mean, you know, it's it's fun if, if a company wants to do different competitions uh, for that, as long as obviously it's a fun little competition, but it's really meant for you as a person, you know, just how you doing? Right. <laughs> do it in this area. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Fitbit analogy is really accurate, right? Like I'm, yeah. Kelly is more of the data tracker than me in, in this <laughs> marriage, but but I, I do respect, you know, I, I went for a walk yesterday and I looked at my iPhone's little heart monitor thing to see mm-hmm. how many steps I took. And And that's exactly it. Like, I don't, I have no idea how many hours I volunteered in the last year. Like, I know I lead a group once a month that's about two hours that's pro bono, but like, that's so I could estimate it, but I don't have any way to track it. Um, And I think one of the big things like, you know, self-awareness to me, that kind of comes down to like personal integrity. And and one of the things that we talk a lot 
about with leaders is, you know, like, how do you practice leadership integrity? So you're the leader of a company that's helping people track their altruism and their volunteer hours and helping companies track it and report on it. Um, And I just learned something, you know, I know that people who know their own values are more productive at work, but I had no idea that employees who do their own, you know, acts of service are, are more engaged at work. So that's a really exciting takeaway for our listeners because, you know, we all want people to be engaged um, in our companies and that's a challenge even more and more, but how do you walk your talk? You know, as the leader of this company, what are some of the ways that you are, you know, making sure that you're volunteering and and doing things around town? Yeah. Well, and with, with kids, teenage years, I mean, that's even more important to make sure that they're, they're seeing it too. Um, yeah, that modeling so, for yeah. employees and for, I don't, I'm the non-parent in the room, but as the more work I do with leaders, the more I realize like leading people and parenting are very related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, and, and I like, I do want to say, you know, everybody has their season. So again, this isn't, a, I, I don't like the word competition, but unfortunately it's the only one, but um, there, there's just different, different seasons everybody has, you know, so I've been very focused on building up Ultraize. It's, mm-hmm. it's a startup. It takes a lot of energy. Um, but I still maintain the volunteering that is very close to my heart. Nice. And, um, I've had to say no to some others, but that's because if I can't give a, you know, a hundred percent no is better than a 50%. Yes. <laughs> so, I agree completely. Um, and and I've tried to focus my kids on on using volunteerism to help them identify what their what their interests may be or may not be, and also what their skills may be or may not be. Um, so we find different kind of one-offs for them so that they can have a little bit more of an experience in different atmospheres. Mm. I, I find that to be better um, for them. For me, I've I've been pretty consistent with the two that I volunteer for, like those are my solids. <laughs> um, but for them, we, we try to spread it out a little bit so they can get a better, more global view, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. Well, speaking of a global view, I, I can't speak to that, but as your walking calendar of days and events, I know that this <laughs> is the national um, April is the National Volunteer Month. So we're just wrapping that up. I'm sure you've been very busy, Nicole. Um, and I think it's a wonderful thing that we're taking time to really recognize that and all that goes into it, because we've talked a lot about the individual who's volunteering, but I know volunteer management is a a whole other kettle of fish, so to say, and that there's a really a lot that goes into making that whole initiative successful, meaningful, um, really producing the outcomes that, that organizations want to see when they embark on doing something like this. So a little shout out to National Volunteer Month in April. (laughs) And we want companies to be able to do more than, as Kelly said, you know, don the t-shirt once a year. You know, I want, you know, one of the reasons that we love, and again, Kelly is the more data focused person (laughs) in this relationship, but it's important. It's important to make it more than just a thing that people have to do. And, you know, what I hear in your app, Nicole Alterizes, that it helps companies actually, you know, celebrate what people have done. Right. Like I can picture all kinds of ways that companies could really just incorporate this as part of a culture so that it attracts people who believe mm-hmm. in giving back and who believe in doing service. And then that's only going to benefit the organization and um, the employees engagement. So mm-hmm. awesome stuff Absolutely. all around. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. It, it's, it's a way for them to be able to say, listen, we are committed to our company culture. Mm-hmm. Let's see who else is. Yeah. And we're committed to you as an employee yeah. and we're going to give you this way of, you know, helping you keep your commitments yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Full circle. For yeah. Sure. Awesome. Well, Nicole, thank you so much. We will link to Altrize in uh, the show notes, but I'm assuming that anyone with an, an iPhone or an Android or a Google phone or whatever the heck else kind of technology there is can just <laughs> go and download the app for themselves as well. Yes, absolutely. Super cool. Thank you so much for um, spending some time in National Volunteer Month with us. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks, Nicole. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Doing Good Business. We hope you'll tune in regularly, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts, follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and most importantly, tell a friend or a few. It's how we can build the critical mass to make the world a better place through business. The Doing Good Business podcast is brought to you by Laura Heacock of Laura Heacock Consulting and Kelly Stewart of The Positive Business. Learn how you can work with us at doinggoodbusiness.com slash the hosts. Let us know what you like about the podcast and what else you'd like to hear about through our online form on the contact page of doinggoodbusiness.com. We'll see you next time.